Doctor, how do you respond to financial losses or disappointments? In this episode, we're going to explore the financial pain personalities, what they are, and why it's important that you know yours. Well, welcome to the Thriving Doctors podcast. Here you will find tips and tools to help you build true wealth, and it's more than just about the money. It's about creating a life and a career that works for you. I'm Dr. Vicki Rackner, your host. I call on my experience as a practicing surgeon and serial entrepreneur to help doctors like you thrive. The reality is that each of us will face all sorts of losses in our lives, in our careers. We've seen all sorts of losses, especially during the COVID pandemic. People have a loss of a sense of community. Many have lost aspects of their health or maybe even their lives. Many people have experienced financial losses. When you have a loss, chances are pretty good that you experience pain. And as we know, pain, whether it's physical or emotional or financial, is a call to action. Pain is like the warning lights on your car dashboard. Now, the way you respond to pain determines the kinds of results that you get. So the woman who comes in the day after she finds a breast lump is going to have a different kind of outcome than the patient that I saw, a PhD scientist, who came in with an ulcerated, fungating breast cancer. I'd never seen anything like it before. When your car engine light goes on, Yes, you could put mask over the dashboard so that you didn't see it. But when you do that, you run the risk that you're just going to make things worse and the result is a more costly repair. Now, that seems like a crazy thing to do, but that's exactly the kind of thing that I observe doctors doing with their financial pain. The way that you respond to financial pain will determine the rate at which you achieve financial healing. So knowing your innate response to pain will help put you in a better position to recover more effectively. So how did I figure this out? Well, as I looked at my patients, I noticed that even though they were dealing with the exact same disease process, whether it was appendicitis or cholecystitis or breast cancer, they had very, very different trajectories. And I think it was in part set in action by their response to pain. So curiosity led me to create a system of pain personalities. Our response to pain is in part determined biologically. I used to excise lipomas in my office, but if it was a redhead, no, I'd probably go to the operating room. Further, as children, we are taught how to respond to pain. You know, if you watch a young child who's just learning to walk, when they fall, they'll often look to the parent to see how they should respond. If the parents are all upset, chances are pretty good they're going to cry. But if the parents say, you're okay, let's get going, they'll just brush it off. So I believe that we arrive into adulthood with a characteristic way in which we respond to pain. And pain is pain is pain. Physical pain is like emotional pain is like financial pain. 
However, that is not your destiny because once you have insight about what your financial pain personality is, that means that you can adjust your action so that you wind up being where you want to be. In other words, your financial pain personality is sort of like your tennis swing. You know where your swing naturally delivers the ball. So now you know how to correct that swing so the ball winds up where you want it to go. The way that you respond to pain determines the kinds of results that you get. So let's go through the five pain personalities. The first is the strong stoic. So I operated in Seattle. There was a huge Scandinavian population there. And one of my patients once told me, you know, you had to be practically at death's door before mother called the doctor. Yes, money was tight, but I really think that the reason that we didn't go to the doctor was pride. Although mother never said it outright, we knew that being healthy and being tough were sources of pride. And illness and pain were shameful conditions that were hidden, kind of like my dog. So strong financial stoics may tend to manage their own finances as a matter of pride. They mask their vulnerability. And in general, when they have financial pain, they wait a little longer than other people to go in and get some help. So the thing that motivates the strong stoic is being seen as healthy and fit. And for them, it takes a lot of courage to reach out and get some financial help. The next financial pain personality is the worried well. So if we take a look at our patients, this might be the hypochondriac or now cyberchondriacs. So these are people who are big worriers. You might know somebody who has a really solid financial base, but they're still haunted by an irrational fear of being homeless. So I'm a worried well myself. And what I can tell you is that I have some insight that often my worries are irrational. And the way that I manage this is by having a buddy I can do an accountability check-in with. So I'll just call my friend and say, hey, I've got another crazy idea. Let's talk some sense here. The next pain personality is the ostrich. So medically, this is the man sitting in his barca lounger, popping Tums for his heart attack. Financially, this might be the person who is the husband of one of my clients. They were in tough financial shape, yet they were still living the high life. This was in the pre-COVID era. And my client was just amazed that they had gone out to dinner with friends and her husband insisted on picking up the tab. It was like he was ignoring the fact that they didn't know how they were going to make their mortgage payment that month. So in general, the bon vivant just wants to project the image that everything is okay. They want to convince themselves that everything is okay. And often the denial that allows them to continue to live this lifestyle can get them into trouble. 
Here's the basic difference between a strong stoic and a worried well. The strong stoic knows their financial truth. It's just that they do not want to be seen as vulnerable. The worried well, on the other hand, is hiding the financial truth from himself or herself and others. When I deal with bon vivants, what I do is I remind them that yes, things will be okay, but how about if we take some action to make sure that they are? The next financial pain personality is the financial underdog. So these are people who perceive themselves as victims of external circumstances. Further, they feel powerless to change their reality. And the thing that characterizes them is their propensity to deny personal responsibility. It's always somebody else's fault. So a financial underdog's words express a desire to achieve financial health, but their actions say something quite different. The last financial pain personality is the ideal responder. So these are people who know when a little deal is a little deal and a big deal is a big deal. They don't go in for help either too early or too late. They tend to be just right. So once you know what your financial pain personality is, you know what you need to do in order to behave more like the ideal responder. Did you recognize yourself in any of these five pain personalities? How about your partner or your children? It's interesting to look through this lens and observe the reality that this creates. Okay, well, how can you use the financial pain personality? Well, first of all, you can replace judgment with understanding. You know, many physicians say to themselves, you know, I know I'm really smart. Why did I make this crazy financial choice? And they judge themselves or they see their decisions around money as a character flaw. So understanding this financial pain personality is just a different way of looking at the choices that you or the people around you are making with more compassion and empathy. So now you can say, ah, that's why I made the choice that I did. Next, understanding this can help resolve conflicts between couples. So many people wonder not why do I make this crazy financial choice, but why does my partner make this crazy financial choice? So these sparring couples often tend to have the same financial conflicts that end with hurt feelings or even anger over and over and over again. Well, as Einstein says, problems are not resolved on the level at which they're created. And many of these financial conflicts are really a result of clashes between the financial pain personality. Imagine, for example, a worried well being married to a bon vivant. Ouch, that is not a match made in heaven. Still, with insight, it's something that can be managed. Next, you can use your financial pain personality to know when to say no. 
You might have a very big heart and a desire to use your wealth to improve the lives of others. What do you do, though, when you lend a helping hand to alleviate someone's financial pain and they wind up drowning in debt again in two years? This is a clue that you're dealing with a financial underdog. And if you rescue this person again, you will most likely find that the cycle keeps repeating until you learn to say no. Next, you can know when to say yes. Entrepreneurship means taking prudent risks, including financial risks. Yesterday, I went and saw a wonderful exhibit that's traveling called the Museum of Failure. An organizational psychologist had put together a collection of about 130 big public expensive fails. The point that he was trying to communicate through this exhibit is that failure and loss is just part of the journey. So if you want to take some big, bold steps and go where no person has gone before, it's going to involve losses. Insights about how you deal with financial losses will help you take those bold steps to get to where you want to go. Now, I know that we're talking about money here, but I will also say that the way you do money is the way that you do life. So taking a look at your financial pain personality is really just a way of helping you understand how your mind works, how you make the choices that you do, and how you can ask better questions and make better choices to help you make your dreams come true. That's what I've got for you today. Well, thanks so much for stopping by and listening to this episode of the Thriving Doctors podcast. I hope that you found value from it. Please leave a comment below. What's your financial pain personality? How about those around you? Are you going to do anything differently now that you've been exposed to these ideas? Do you have any other questions? Our content is driven by the thoughts and questions from people just like you. So please also feel welcome to include that. I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meanwhile, though, keep in mind the prescription for building true wealth. Be who you are, know what you know, and do what you need to do.